Hey guys, it's Mike at Narcoleptic Customs Podcast, episode 40. Y'all, we just got back from Rocky Mountain Race Week a few days ago. I had to take a few days to decompress. It's amazing how busy and wore out we stayed the entire time. Uh, we've got some awesome stories from the from the week that we'll be telling. I'm going to have some call-in guests uh, that will tell their story. And if you haven't yet, uh, we are... I'm, editing as many videos as possible uh, for the YouTube channel from all of the footage we have uh, that we took. There's a ton of rolling shots, ton of passes recorded. Uh, basically, we documented every day of the trip. It was pretty wild. We ran over 1,700 miles in five days, uh, 850 of those in one night uh, or one full day. Uh, I'll tell that story in, a, in the next few podcasts. Uh, I'm trying to go day by day. So we have, I'm going to tell you about day one first, and then we're going to have Joel Clark of 301 Streetcars on, uh, telling about his 79 Nova and how basically they built that car in 40 something days to, uh, to compete in the event and, uh, and all the hilarity that ensued from that and uh, how he almost made it all week and broke down in the same city that we did with Jonathan in his Nova. Uh, Medicine Lodge, Kansas is not a good place. I is There's bad juju there or something for race cars. So I'm going to give you a quick recap of day one, and then uh, I'll put the Joel podcast on and let you hear his story because it was really, really a cool setup. So the biggest thing about Rocky Mountain Race Week uh, being our first time, I want all the new people to kind of understand what you're getting into and what to look for. So the gates open at 8, and I think tech starts at 9. So I rolled in at about 9.30 because I didn't want to get there too early, you know. And uh, so I rolled in at 9.30, and there was already probably 100 cars in the tech line. It was absolute insanity. Um, so I ran to the back, uh, found the 301 streetcar team, which is who we were going to be running with all week, and, uh, and parked by them, and Dustin and I started unloading the car. Well, a few minutes later, Wendy from 301 comes up, and she's like, and we've got 80% of the car unloaded. She's like, hey, you don't need to unload all that. Uh, you've got to actually tech with all of your stuff in the car. So remember that. Uh, pull in, just go right to tech. Might as well. <laughs> So we did that. We pull in, uh, we, we load everything back up, drive up to tech. Uh, as we're passing the tech line, uh, Cletus McFarland, James Tall, Mike Finnegan, uh, David Newburn, all those guys are standing there. Uh, in our day one video, you can actually hear Cletus holler, fire me up as we, as we pass. Uh, so I can only imagine seeing a cart, uh, Grand Marquis, cart in his future, um, especially the way he looked at it. So we're sitting there, we pull up, we're about halfway up in line, in uh, line three, and here comes Kyle Loftus, super cool, owner of 1320 Video. So he comes up, does a full interview. Uh, that has paid off really well for our YouTube channel. Uh, we've gained more than 350 subscribers uh, just since his interview with us. So that was awesome. We've had a ton of video views all over the channel, not just the one they came over with. So that's a plus. Um, pulled up, I was really nervous about tech because I've never had anything go through tech, never had anything like that. Um, so I was really concerned that something would happen and I'd have to drive all the way back to Bentonville to fix it and then drive back. 
but nothing happened. Uh, the switch on the back of the car, uh, would the battery power off switch or whatever you want to call that battery cutoff switch, uh, would not turn the car off. So we had to go back and do some wiring wire finagling with that and got that to work. Uh, so that was a, you know, a big scare there right in the, right at the beginning. Um, we went back to the, to the, our pit area, unloaded the car, dropped, I don't know how much weight <laughs> in that. And, uh, Went up to make our first pass when our class was called. We were in the unlimited class, which is the fastest class, um, if you didn't know that. Um, we were obviously, we were not supposed to do anything in that class, but we were actually not last. Somebody in a Firebird Trans Am uh, was making passes, and they were consistently slower than we were. Uh, we didn't get to the end of the week, but... Um, I was really kind of surprised by that. I thought maybe he had screwed up his first day, but by day three, he was still slower than us. So I don't know if he was trying to lose on purpose to make us feel good or what, but uh, we certainly appreciate that. Um, I think his name was Noah Inky or Inko or something like that. Um, our first pass right out of the gate was against Royce Payton, who is the fastest person, um, I think, of day one. Uh, he went like a 7 or 8.30 like literally first pass down the track. He's got a, a Mustang called Nightmare that is wild, y'all. Big, big alcohol blower car. I mean, it's gnarly, gnarly fast, mid-sevens easily, and tows a trailer all week. Um, so our first video uh, of making a pass is against him in our 15.287 second at 87 mile an hour pass. Must have looked like an eternity compared to him. I think he was off of the turn road by the time we got to the end of the track. It was it was pretty hilarious. So we made three passes that night. They were all slower than the, than the 15.28. So we turned our 15.287 in to June, who is Matt's wife, and uh, she handles all of the numbers and averages and all that kind of stuff. So we turned our number into them, got our driving uh, directions for the next day, and headed back to the pits. And basically to load up, uh, we loaded up about 11.30 or 12 or something like that. Uh, went and filled the cars up with gas because 301 leaves at 6 a.m. Uh, whether you leave with them or not, they're leaving at 6 a.m. So went back to the hotel, talked a bit. I mean, just really, you know, antsy and stuff like that. Finally got to sleep, uh, edited a video really quick, ended up asleep about 3 o'clock, I guess, and uh, back up at 6. So it was pretty wild. Uh, day one was... Um, very long because I didn't sleep any the night before because I was so anxious to get to it. So I will let Joel, he's going to tell his whole week. Uh, he ended up breaking on day four, um, actually right down the road from us uh, with Jonathan Stonecipher. So pretty craziness. So I'll let him get into that. And uh, if you want to keep up with uh, kind of daily updates, we post on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook almost daily. And then we post on YouTube. Typically, Tuesdays and Thursday night, sorry, Tuesdays and Friday nights at 7 p.m., but um, I've been posting almost daily uh, since the start of Rocky Mountain Race Week just because of the uh, the amount of content that I have, so I'm editing those as quickly as I can. I'm up early in the mornings editing. I'm editing after the girls go to bed at night and, uh, and all that kind of stuff, trying to get all that content out for you guys, so you will want to do this event next year. So, all right, here we go. Here's Joel now. All right, guys. As our first guest 
in Rocky Mountain Race Week 2020 2.0 stories. We have Mr. Joel Clark. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Thanks so, yeah, for having us. We, uh, we spent a week with this dude, um, and I told him early on in the week he'd be tired of me, and I, I don't know if he did or not because I didn't really get to spend much time with you guys. It, uh, it was amazing how fast the week went. Yeah, it's uh, definitely amazing how fast the week goes. It really blew me away. And, of course, I was up late. We, we were up early um, getting everything together. for like, So, Wendy and the 301, they cracked that whip at, like, 6 o'clock. Man, they roll. And so, being up till like, 2.30 or 3, editing videos and stuff, it was rough. But we did it. We did it. We got it. It had a ton of fun. And uh, you're the first person that's going to get to tell us some of those stories because – your story started a month, a little more than a month before the event. And uh, so why don't you lead us into like uh, the car and then tell us what all went down. So I've got a 1979 Chevy Nova that I've owned for 22, 23 years. And uh, last fall we took it and we made a few passes with it. First time I'd ever had it at the track. Decided that on the motor is fast enough that, hey, we're going to have to put a cage in it. So, took it to Hank Cronk uh, in Sedalia. Uh, Hank and Mike Sleeper, they're both good friends of mine. And we kind of messed with it. And then Race Week 1.0 came around. And I'm like, just put it in the corner and we'll finish it later. And uh, the goal was to always have it done for your guys' race. And uh, I guess this weekend yeah. down in uh, Mocan. And so, that was kind of always the goal. Well, then... You know, Matt Frost come out and said, hey, what do you guys think about a 2.0? And uh, maybe had a few beverages involved. And I'm like, guys, I think we can get my car done. What do you think? And they're all like, yeah. So it was like 42 days um, when I decided that we were going to try to get my car done. It had no motor, no transmission in it. Uh, the motor was going to get a cam and freshened up a little bit. It had a main hoop, no interior, nothing. And so for the next 42 days, um, I think my wife told me last night or the night before, whatever, that I spent 30 of the last 31 days, like in Sedalia and Hank's shop every night working on it, weekends, stuff like that. Can't That's give enough awesome. props to that guy. Um, Hank put a, uh, he, he went ahead and overkilled the cage. We put a 750 cage in it. Um, Bought a turbo 350 transmission, uh, reverse manual valve body with the brake. Uh, got the camshaft put in the transmit or in the engine. Got it all put together, wired, interior, everything. I mean, it was uh, it was a rush, and yeah. we got it done in enough time that we were ab actually able to take it to Rogersville and test uh, Friday before we went, like a week before, and. Uh, that that test session and and you know it uh it showed a lot showed that we needed an anti-roll bar because we didn't put <laughs> one of those on so the car would take off and it would hike the left front tire and uh the first nitrous pass i made off the brake it was rather exciting i think if you look at the log i was on and off the throttle six times oh my and, god uh, yeah it's pretty crazy um went to hanks on monday that was labor day um, put the anti-roll bar on it. Uh, like I said, Hank, that guy, man, I owe that guy so much. I, I don't know that I'll ever be able to repay that guy for the work. That I'll he say did. this. He's an animal. Yes. 
Hey, just... when the hat turns around backwards, we're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> it's like over the top. He's ready. <laughs> yeah, he's ready. So, uh, so we went back to Hanks, put the anti-roll bar on it. Uh, the plan was, hey, take it home. We're going to, uh, you know, unload it. I want you to drive it for a couple days, make sure we don't have any issues. Unloaded it off the trailer, went to go put it in my garage, decided I'm going to take it down the, down the street just to make sure it's good. Had no second gear. Oh, no. Loaded it back up at 8.30, and Sedalia's about an hour for me. Loaded oh, it back man. up at 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. Took it back to Hank's. We pulled the transmission out of it the next day. Uh, not not we. Hank and his guys pulled the transmission out of it. We got the uh, we got the uh, transmission rebuilt. Rolled the sprag in second gear, and uh, got it put back in. Mike Sleeper and I got it put back in on uh, I think it was Wednesday. We loaded it on the trailer and said we're good to go. That's awesome. That is awesome. So you know. I feel bad because I didn't do any podcast during the week. So to catch everybody up, and I'll do an intro to this, but like you guys are what four hours, five hours from Tulsa, right? Yeah, five to six, something like that. Oh man, that's wild. So like you know, and again, how many cars did three hundred one bring? Ten or eleven? Uh, they yeah, something like that. We brought you know every year, and that's the one thing with these guys, uh, with the three hundred one guys is that uh, since I've started hanging around them, uh, 2018 was my – no, 2019 was my first race week. I co-piloted with Mike. Man, that, those guys are a family. Those yeah. guys yeah, they are, are – yeah, and they're, they're pretty cool, you know, and I'm just glad they've accepted me. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I know. I wish I lived closer. We come up for the – or we came up for the show last year and only got to hang out a couple hours. And, man, they are so cool because – Really, the only time of year I ever get to see them is the shootout. And that's it. Yeah. So like, we hang out all day, and then it's like, okay, see you next year. So this week was a lot of fun to be able to, like, actually spend some time with them. So uh, walk us through, like, day one, two, and early three for you. Because you had – you made some great passes, all that kind of stuff. Um, what, what, what kind of times were you running? Because I cannot remember – uh, those days so um as i said we put a put an anti-roll bar on that thing we had never since we put the anti-roll bar on it um hadn't launched it hadn't really driven it or anything like that so first pass at tulsa um it was a trans brake uh motor pass it went uh seven where did it go seven thirty six or seven thirty seven or something like that car felt good um, had a little issue there. Somebody may or may not have forgot to put the cotter pin in the shift cable. So it didn't <laughs> shift really well, you know, and stuff like that. But we got her down through there. So then uh, we came back, looked at the data, and decided, okay, you know, we're going we're gonna to turn the nitrous on. We're going to put it on. And we, we had a pretty conservative. I ran the Ratty Radial 2685 class, so little bit mm -hmm. tires and stuff like that. Um, it was uh, on a 200. 200 shot um we were leaving on 20 percent off the brake and then gonna ramp in the, the rest of it at like 1.2 1.3 or four or five seconds something like that um first nitrous pass went down through there and it went uh 636 hey, 634 come, come on yeah yeah and uh so 
after I made the motor pass and I come back, you know, I was kind of disappointed. And I think you can ask some of uh, the 301 guys that were at their trailers, trucks, and, or not trailers because we didn't have trailers, mm. but at their trucks. When I come back from making that 630 uh, four nitrous pass, I don't think you could have wiped the smile off my face. <laughs> I was stoked. Oh, oh yeah. That's awesome. So uh, got that done, got loaded up, you know, and, you know, on the 26s, um, we don't drive on the 26s, so we had to change tires. Um, got tires changed, went and got some fuel, went to the hotel, tried to get a little bit of sleep. We left, I think we got to the hotel at like 12.30, 1 o'clock. We left, yep. uh, left the next morning at like 6, 6.15. Yeah, maybe and, 6.15. Uh, it was like, boom, <laughs> 6 o'clock. Yeah. Like, roll it up, boys. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Um, rolled out, you know, rolled the Topeka's 215 or 20 miles, had a, mm -hmm. had a good drive, you know, car, car was doing good. Temps were good. Everything like that. Uh, went to Topeka. Um, first pass wasn't very good because of a little bit of driver air. Second pass, it went, uh, 624. Hey, and, right. uh, and so, yeah, we're like, okay, yeah, yeah, we're getting there. You know, I'm getting more comfortable with the car. It feels good and stuff like that. So, Loaded up, then headed out to uh, head to Noble, and I think we were a hundred and twenty or fifty miles from Noble. We made a corner um, off one highway to another. Went to shift to second gear. Had no second gear. Oh. Been fine before that, and so we limped it to Noble. Um, called uh, called Matt and asked him, you know, kind of the restrictions. Hey, do I need to change tires? All that stuff. Matt's like, no, just make a beam, just break the beams, you know, leave your street tires on. And the cool thing about Matt and, and the, you know, Matt and June, the promoters, got to give a shout out to them too. Because Matt's first question to Mike was, what do you need me to do? And Mike's yeah. like, unless you got a Turbo 350 in your back pocket, I don't know that there's much you can do. Yeah. And hey, but, they, were, they were making uh, announcements looking for stuff and parts and everything all day every day like not just for your stuff but like for everybody so it was really cool to like be in the middle of all that yeah there there's some good people i mean those those people are they're just they're just awesome yep but the cool thing was we were in uh i think it was like pocahontas city oklahoma or something <laughs> like that i don't even know and though the guys at o'reilly's are like oh you need to check with so-and-so down at this transmission shop and i don't even know the name of it but a shout out to that guy because um, he said, yeah, I've got parts to rebuild that transmission, but I'm not working on your stuff. He said, and so Hank was like, okay, well, can we get the parts from you? He's like, yeah, I'll sell you the parts. So Jacob Cronk went down there. Jacob drives the Silverback C10 that had already broke. And Jacob went down there, got the parts, and he's like, hey, what do I owe you? And the guy's like, uh, man, you're a fellow racer. Don't owe me a dime. So he gave That's us That's awesome. Parts. Yeah. So we get to get to Noble, um, talk, you know, break the beams, get the trailer hooked up, go, went and found Travis Cannon. Travis, uh, met Travis through Mike Dino in his car and doing some work with Mike and Hank earlier before 1.0. Travis is like, yep, go to my shop. Uh, here's, the, here's the code to get in, you know, help yourself, shop's a mess, just, you know, whatever you got to do. So uh, we found a guy, uh, I think, and I know I'm, I think his name was Jacob Shoemaker. I think that was riding with Dennis Taylor. And so anyway, he, uh, he had told Jacob, he's like Jacob Cronk. He said, Hey, 
you know, if somebody needs transmission work, you know, that's what I do. So Jacob ran him down. He's like, Hey, my buddy's got a transmission bad. He said, okay, when we're done racing, I'll run down there. So he came down to Travis's shop. We had a transmission out and like, 32 minutes or something crazy like that he had that thing apart yeah here's your here's your bad part sprag's bad all put back together man we're we're good to go you know got it all put in got back to the hotel at 130 145 we were supposed mm-hmm. to leave at six so you know 515 wake up call um you know and so anyway we take out the next day everything's pretty good i think what is it mm-hmm. day four now we're on headed from noble to uh great bend yeah you know what's funny is when you guys pulled in the parking lot i was still up editing and i was mooning y'all so bad but y'all like nobody would look up i was hitting the window shining my flashlight i was just had them them flapping there and oh no no we noticed (laughs) (laughs) because i was like who's that crazy sucker and it's like oh my god it's narcs <laughs> yeah yeah okay good I, i'm glad it, it uh, didn't go to waste <laughs> yeah it didn't go to waste so we uh we're rolling down the road and um it was just after we passed you guys where you guys were stopped at the uh, roadside table yeah and right. that that car that accelerator stuck in the middle of the road did that <laughs> massive burnout that mustang yeah, yeah. Yeah. So what's so, too far so, after hey, that? Hey, hey, uh, hey, real quick. I want to tell that story because like, so that kid is like 8,000 RPM on the limiter, first or second gear in that Mustang, right? Huge cloud of smoke for everybody that's listening. Uh, it's on the video for day four. It's crazy big burnout. Well, Lewis is coming up, right? Then that black uh, unmarked car like comes around him like a maniac flying, right? So we're like, oh, shit, Here come, this dude's fixing to get pulled over, right? He said the cop flies past him because he's already turned around, didn't get in trouble or nothing, didn't even get a second look. <laughs> so funny funny story about that. We're rolling down the road, like Mike and I, and uh, we look up, we see this cloud of smoke. We both think something blew up. We're like, what blew up? I mean, oh, my God, look at all that smoke. Something's on fire. So – that's awesome yeah it, it was it was pretty crazy then we went by you guys and it's like huh enough said <laughs> so we're rolling down some road. shenanigans yeah shenanigans <laughs> that's right <laughs> so we're rolling down the road and uh i i thought i heard a little distinct noise um mike grabs his phone and he's like looks at his phone like he thinks it's ringing ringing and he goes is your phone ringing? And I said, no. And I was like, then it got louder. I mean, just instantly. Mm. So we pulled over, um, thought maybe it actually sounded like a uh, torque converter bolt was loose. Checked all those. They were all good. Um, Found out that uh, the the valves or the rockers were way out of adjustment. So we adjusted them, um, went to drive, and we could tell it wasn't right. And Mm. so we pulled into – Medicine Lodge. Oh, yeah. Kansas. Medicine Lodge, Kansas. Yeah. That so we damn pulled city. in there to a Casey's and uh, pulled the valve covers back off and looked. And the geometry isn't really, wasn't really good on my offset rockers. So they were only hitting, and, you know, about half the valve on some of them. And mm. they, had ate, they had eaten the valve, the um, valve lash or the lash caps. And it was at that point where, offset 
trying to find a set of offset rockers, um, destroying a whole motor, or hopefully we're just going to have to put some shaft rockers on it and stuff like that. I, I told Mike, I said, I'm, I'm done. I'm out. You know, I'm, I'm just out. I'm not going to find it. I don't blame you. Yeah. Not going to, not going to ruin a, whatever I got in my motor, you know, mm -hmm. for, for something that I can fix for $2,000. Yeah. Oh, I'm with you. So at that point, obviously you're like, Hey, we're not going to do anything. What's, what's funny is the same time we're trying to figure out what to do down the road in Medicine Lodge, Kansas with Jonathan's uh, rear wheel bearing. Right. That city, I'm going to just nuke it right off the map. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Yeah, Sounds some like bad juju there. So, so what do you guys do then? Like, uh, load it up. Uh, but who, whose truck and trailer did, was there? Or did y'all go back? No. So, Carlos Astor broke an axle at Noble. And when we had went to Travis's, Travis Cannon's, to put my transmission in, um, they were talking about what they're going to do to get Carlos's car back. And Travis goes, my truck and trailer is right outside. Just, just take it. And so they loaded Carlos's truck, car and trailer on Travis's truck and trailer. And Carlos had went to Tulsa. So Carlos was doing whatever he was doing in Tulsa. And uh, we called him, hey, what are you doing? Oh, you know, well, get your ass in the truck and come get us. Here's our coordinates. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, Car Carlos didn't have I, – I don't think he had, like, an iPhone or anything like that. So, he had to plug it into his GPS and stuff like that. And so, he was like, well, you know. You know how far it was oh, from yeah, there dude. to Tulsa. Yeah. Like, four hours. Yeah, 230-something. 238 miles one way for us. I don't know how far it was for y'all, but probably a little further. Yeah, not much because uh, <laughs> we – Carlos got there. We loaded it up and uh, – we didn't even go to we didn't even go to the track and great band uh, the the diesel brothers as we call them donald sherman and uh and steven sleeper mike's brother they'd already made their passes and they went to a steakhouse and had steak they called us and we're like yeah bring us some steaks so we went back to the hotel and ate our ate our steak out of our to-go boxes and that's awesome yeah that's yeah awesome. well i'm i'm jealous of that because that was like i wish somebody had been in tulsa yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's crazy is like we talked about because you know Medicine Lodge is like about forty minutes from the track, so right four o'clock when we decided, hey, we're going to try and find this part. We drove to Pratt, Kansas, which is like thirty minutes. So we could have once they didn't have the part, I could have snuck over and made a pass and got out and made the run back but it would have added you know an hour to our time hour and a half whatever it would have taken to make the pass and we just right. didn't do that so so we pull back in with the <clears throat> with no bearing for jonathan and he's like well i'm not leaving the car on this this side of the road right here and i don't want a chance ruining the axle so me and timmy headed to tulsa <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> crazy so Man, that is yeah. nuts. So let me ask you this. Um, been, were you on race week with uh, Sleeper in 18 or were, was it drag week? Uh, we've done race week. It was race uh, week. 19 and 20. I've co-piloted both times. Oh, so this is your first time to drive. First time to drive, yeah. Dude, that's – so uh, the other side, other question that too is did you drive the whole time or did you let him drive some? I can't remember. I drove. Man. I drove. I had to let him drive. 
<laughs> but he was probably enjoying riding. I don't know. I don't know. I I think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say this: I rode with Jonathan a little bit, and man, it was it was really neat to be a rider. You know, like to be able to like see the sights and all that kind of stuff. Because when I was in the cart, you know, it was about like how many people are passing, how many pictures can I take, all that kind of stuff. Everybody that's coming around and. And once I got in his car, of course, one, you couldn't talk because it was so loud, probably like your car. And then we're wearing earplugs and it's hot and loud and 55 miles an hour and all that kind of stuff. So it was nuts. So uh, you probably answered this. So are you a you forever or a never guy? You ever, you going all the time or never again? Forever if I can. Yeah, man. <laughs> if, I can if I can afford it, it's a, it's, it's a forever deal. I mean, yeah. I, I, so kind of a, a little bit of backlog there. Um, 2018, Mike Sleeper started working for our company and uh, managing one of our tire stores. And I trained Mike. Well, Mike started like May 1st and he was talking about this race week. And so he, he'd worked, you know, like a month, six weeks, then they went on race week. And so he gets back and, you know, we're talking about it and I'm very intrigued by it. I mean, it's just, just cool. You know, you're driving, yeah a drag car across, you know, 1300 yeah. miles, 1400 miles, whatever it is. So anyway, I told him then when he got back, I said, so what's, uh, what's the guy got to do to be the co-pilot in that deal? And he goes, Oh, you just got to say. And I said, next year I'm in. <laughs> like and I'm saying, goes, bud. He goes, uh-huh. And I said, I, I'm not lying next year I'm in. And so I, you know, we, I work with him for the rest of the year and, you know, I've got my own store to run and sunrise beach and stuff like that. And so anyway, uh, I, I think it was the first year that we it was 19 when we were rolling down the road. I said, so uh, when did you decide that I was for sure going? He said, about December when you wouldn't leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. And look at the friendship that it's budded. <laughs> oh, man. it's it, I tell you what, Mike and Hank, like I said earlier, man, I mm -hmm. cannot give those guys enough kudos Every every night that I was out there working on my car, those two guys were there by my side. You That's know? awesome. And and they just you know Mike, he gave up time from his family. Hank the same deal, you know, and stuff like that. Man, those guys are those guys are definitely some cool guys. Yeah. Good guys to have in your corner. <clears throat> oh, for sure, especially if you're going to do this kind of stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> the yeah. cool thing is, like, they can, they just can make stuff happen. Like it's. They just make yeah. it happen. It's amazing. So, well, cool. I will say that after the car broke, we may or may not have had a lot of fun driving with Hank. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. He's a he's hilarious and doesn't yeah. care. Like he is. No. He, I don't care kind of dude. Nah, I dig it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a he's a good dude. If the That's world awesome. needs more Hank Cronks. That's, That's for sure. sure. That yeah. is for sure. All right, dude. Well, I'm I'm editing day one full video, and uh, it is almost eight. So you know, some street outlaws about to come on. So I'm gonna let you go. Yeah. What I want to do is run up and uh, get everybody around the table and some beers and uh, and let's tell stories and just make people want to come on this so bad that they can't stand it. Yeah, absolutely. And I and I'm good with that. You know, I mean, like I yep. said, this this is the first time I've ever done it. Done it. You know, drove. And, uh, yeah, it's, I, I don't know if they do two of them next year that I'll be able to afford to go to both of them, but one of them for sure. Yeah. Hey, I'm telling you, I, I really want to do 
the mountain side of stuff. You know what I mean? Like the tracks, we had a blast with the stuff that was, that we went on. I haven't done one of those types of events before. And uh, so I, I'm excited to, to visit different parts of the country and all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm a forever for sure. Good. Good. Kinda, just, I gotta uh, take, go ahead. Just keep something cool like the Narc Scarf. Oh, we're already playing in Narc Scarf 2.0. <laughs> it's going to be we're, we're going to do we'll do another probably uh panther platform which is like grand marquee yeah crown vic stuff and uh do a turbo ls in it so oh, I, that's I, want cool. I want something that'll annihilate the tires at 50 so the, the old truck will do it but the old truck's not near as cool as the cart so yeah that's a fact yeah yep. all right dude well hey thanks for taking the time i really appreciate it and uh this will be up i mean maybe tomorrow Probably no, no worries. Just let me know when it's up. I'd like to hear it. So, yeah, dude. Show right, my kids I'm a celebrity. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I like it. I like it. All right, bud. Thanks a bunch, man. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. See you.